top shelf fantasy. How's it going, Shelfies? We got another podcast coming at you live. Me, Scotty, and Craig, we got podcast 230 with Top Shelf Fantasy today, Monday, November 28th. As always, check us out at topshelffantasy.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, etc. at Top Shelf FNTSY. And uh, as always, remember our TikTok is now up and running. We have one video on there, maybe two. So we got to get a little bit more going there for you. But we'll bring some content there shortly. Uh, we just gotta get, gotta get Craig a little drunk again, but then we'll get going. Yeah, that's starting <laughs> to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> we just gotta get you over to the Brotel and get some beers, and you'll we'll get some more content. It's week twelve, and my liver is not okay with it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough season. That <laughs> it's a tough season. That's a lot of drinking involved, especially when you're in the basement, like a lot of our teams, or at least my teams. I shouldn't speak for you guys. I've been doing a lot of shotguns this year. It's not yeah, been going speak, well. Speak, speak uh, for yourself. I know you and me are just like <laughs> started so hot in our dynasty league, undefeated. We thought we were, you know, king, six, king shit. Six straight losses, and then six I did, straight losses later. I, I did the opposite. I started yeah. off zero and two. The very first week was the week that I was supposed to do the shotgun, but because of the uh, rule of last place gets to give the first place the shotgun, I haven't actually had the shotgun this year. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then now I'm on a ten game win streak. I, well, I made the classic mistake of missing the Thursday night game, and then I, I had. The penalty beers as well so try not to do that again but uh today monday like i said we got the steelers and colts playing right now not much has happened yet as far as i can tell um i'm just tuning in right now but we'll keep you posted to any Matt live Ryan action like or ass so there's that yeah so status quo oh for two with a pick okay well again i should mention my personal uh vested interest in the game deontay johnson and michael Pittman cannot score I think it's 16. Yeah, something like that. 20? Okay, it's 20. Good. You're, oh, well, you're I need Michael Pittman to score like 70 to win, so I'm okay with him just okay. sucking if, that's, yeah. if it's going to be beneficial to you. Perfect. Well, this is how Canning beat me and kicked me out of playoffs last year. It was beating me with Michael Pittman right around this time of the season, so can't let him have a repeat performance. That's just not fair. Well, he's going up against Cam Sutton tonight. I was actually doing a little bit of a deep dive on the Sealer secondary because they have Witherspoon out, and I wanted to get some uh, guys in for jock market. That makes makes a lot of sense. Uh, so let's plug that for a second. Uh, head over to Jock Market, uh, Jock MKT on the App Store, and use promo code TSF for a free hundred percent max of what you put in up to a hundred dollars. Uh, tonight I have Paris Campbell. Uh, I have about three shares of him uh, because, again, I was looking at the Steelers secondary and I felt that the backups on the left side are beneficial or, you know, the, their second string to third string quarters are beneficial to target uh, for this game. Uh, however, Matt Ryan looks like ass, so it might not work. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, I didn't want to do anything with Jonathan Taylor. It looks like the Steelers defense has done pretty well stopping the run. Uh, and then same with Najee Harris. He just really has been a shell of himself all season. Um, and I was yeah, looking that at one big game last week, and it seems like besides that, nothing. Right. I think it's a little bit of a flash in the pan. They don't have Jalen Warren tonight, so I was thinking about maybe Anthony McFarland or Benny Snell, but neither of them have touched the ball this year, so I couldn't really put my faith in it. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> just too risky. Yeah, that's worth buying maybe a share or two if you get the right price, but you know, I'm not, I'm not buying heavy into them. Yeah. Anyone um, have any shares on anyone? I know I, I was tonight. working before I didn't I didn't get anything done. Unfortunately, I got back from the gym and then I was 
in a tight spot to get anything done. So, um, so I went to the casino on Friday this week. So I, I made sure that I didn't bet on Sunday to counteract the losses <laughs> that I had on Friday. Well, too bad you weren't betting with free, uh, free winnings. That would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been. All right, well, let's dive into some news. It's been a little bit. Turkey Day gets in the way every year, and we kind of slack off. But we got you out, we got you out our start sits by Thursday, so you guys can be happy with that, I think. Um, as far as news goes, J.K. Dobbins seems like he's going to return to practice this week. He has returned he, or opened up his practice window to return from IR. It seems like it's possible he's even good to go Sunday, but we're going to have to continue to monitor his progress as they go because – that running back room is gross right now. Gus Edwards seemed like he took the job from Kenyon Drake, and then he fumbled the ball, and it's really just Lamar Jackson and whoever else is around him. So if Dobbins gets back or can play this week, I think he slots right back into an immediate starter. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree there. I just don't know that they're going to play him because it, it, because of how cautious they were in the beginning, and he still got hurt. Right. I just don't know how much time they're really uh, – I, I don't know what the record is. Um, I don't think it's that great. So I, I wonder really if they are going to wait to see how he's really doing. Um, Blowing if, that game to the Jags really hurt them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's – the Yeah, that's a killer. But yes. I think the AFC North is struggling as a whole. So they're still tied for the lead in the division with Cincy at 7-4. and four. The Browns at four and seven. I mean, they're within striking range. Okay, Sean so coming back, and the Steelers right. are kind of out. But they are playing Denver this week, so it's not like they have to rush. Them back. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you get one touchdown against Denver, you're probably good to win. Usually. Still early. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, yeah. Sam Darnold plays oh, speaking well. Of, speaking of Denver, <laughs> <laughs> um, beating Denver. I mean, okay. He's better yeah, than Baker. It's not <laughs> saying too much, and you're playing Denver. But it was good to see him out there. I mean, DJ Moore had a good day with Darnold, so that's pretty nice to see that. Um, I assume he keeps the job for now. but Yeah, they announced that he's going to continue to hold the role. They have a bye this week anyways. Um, but then he's going to have the starting job the week after. So I think that's why I put it in there, too, is for the DJ Moore comment that you made right there is, DJ Moore looked good. It looks like he got he was involved in the passing attack. And I mean, that's all you're hoping for. That's the probably the only piece of this offense you own in fantasy other than the running backs. Um, mostly Foreman. But if you're holding anybody in that passing game, it's DJ Moore. So uh definitely somebody to keep your eye on because if he's gonna produce with Sam Darnold, he can get back into your starting lineups. Yep. And as I say that, Anthony McFarlane rips off a big old run. <laughs> Or Benny Snell. I don't know what either of them looks like. I think it's Anthony McFarlane. He has way longer dreads. Yeah, I think Benny Snell c- c- cut his hair. Ah, there we go. Um, I'm yeah. quite far behind then because I have not <laughs> seen that yet. Sorry. I'll, I'll make sure I delay myself there. Uh, moving on, Justin Fields still nursing a shoulder injury. He was, I don't want to say a surprise out because there, were, there was news about it all week, but he did uh, not play this week. On Sunday, uh, this is just something to continue to monitor. It's his non-throwing shoulders. I think if he can get out there, he's a gamer. He'll be on the field, but it kind of boils down to how they want to handle it. Similar to the J.K. Dobbins situation, you're not going to run him out earlier than he need to, especially with the Bears not uh, competing this year, let's say. Yep. Um, and, uh, and better news, Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase for the Bengals should return this week. I know Chase is very, very close this week. It kind of sucked that he didn't play, but Mixon was that with a concussion. So it's treading in the right direction for both. 
Uh, I assume Chase definitely does play. Mixon's, of course, he's got a clear protocol, but he's got time to do so. Yeah, they said so. He's still in protocol, but on the broadcast, if you watch the game, the announcer said he was close to playing this past week, and then it was the coach's decision to say, we're going to hold him out. Why rush him back? We've got P-Ran. So I'm not sure how protocol works and what's true and what's not and where that thing gets lost in translation. But either way, if he's still in protocol, you got to look at his practices this week as, as they come uh, as they come out, because if he doesn't practice till Friday, I don't know how confident you are playing him. Yeah, I mean, I felt too while watching the game. I don't know if it was something that it was it was just me or or um, or what, but the the the, the duo of Pirine and um, Henderson did not look bad. Like they Pirine looked notably like active and, and and hitting well like it's it's hard to find a running back this late in the season that's you know still has that kind of active mentality when you know most of them have been beat up all year and Tennessee's Titans defense is no slouch they're top three in the league for rushing yards again so I felt like they did a pretty serviceable job in in their place um, not to say that they're not going to push Joe Mixon into a starting job right away, which they will, but I think that he may, uh, P. Ryan may have earned his, his a little bit more snaps when he comes back. Yeah, you saw him do kind of a little bit of everything too. He looked good on the ground. He looked good catching balls out of the backfield, and he also looked really good in um, in pass protection. So, really across the board, he he's definitely a great running back and probably deserves a little bit more play. So, I think you're dead on with that. Um, a guy who probably doesn't deserve much more play because he stinks, but he's coming back. Mike Boone, uh, supposed to either be close to or actual actually return this week from IR, uh, probably right when Denver needs him because they don't have much else for healthy uh, healthy players on their squad at this point. But Lat Murray's been good. I don't know how much Mike Boone factors in when he comes back. Probably a guy that you take a, uh, a wait and see approach on if you're still rostering him. If you're in a deeper like dynasty league or something with a lot of IR slots and you've been housing him. Um, like for me, I've, I've got Mike Boone. He won't be in my starting lineup unless it's an absolute necessity. Of course you own Mike Boone. I got the whole Broncos backfield, man, <laughs> except for the one that mattered, which was Melvin Gordon. And then now he's not even there anymore. We'll get to that. <laughs> I have, I have a very bad running back situation in one league that I thought it was my, um, zero running back strategy league that now it's starting to fall off a cliff. I had my entire bench is running backs, all six spots, including <laughs> the two two starting running backs. And Mike Boone is one of them. You can never have so enough. I'm really rooting for him to to come in because I don't have one that I can count on. Kareem Hunt has started to suck. Um, and Gus Edwards, like you had just talked about at the top, he fumbled the ball, which is and J.K. Dobbins coming back. Like it's not not looking good for <laughs> for that so i so i was just looking he hit the most attempts or the most touches he's had in any game uh was 10 um and outside of that we're talking we're looking at like four three yeah. one <laughs> like it's not it's not like he was very active and that was part right. of the game that gordon got benched too yeah might have right. been might have been probably all right. Uh, speaking of Melvin Gordon, uh, he signs with the Chiefs, or he's going to sign with the Chiefs practice squad. Uh, Brian Edwards as well, but I don't think we need to talk about him because he'll stay with the practice squad there. He won't dress, <laughs> yeah. I assume. But Gordon signs there. Um, I I kind of said that once he was cut, the Chiefs make too much sense, especially when CH got an IR. It's a free spot, you know. M- might as well take him. And I saw something on Twitter. It's like, 
Andy Reid saw Ronald Jones run four times and immediately called and signed <laughs> Melvin Gordon right away. <laughs> it's so true. He was like, nope, we're not, we're not going to play this game. Melvin Gordon, come on down. Uh, <laughs> he's a perfect fit, too, over there uh, for, for what they need, a veteran presence, a running back. He needs to figure out how to hold on to the ball. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid won't tolerate the fumbles either. And, I mean, if... If you've got Denver and Hackett kicking you out of town for fumbling and kind of sucking, Andy Reid's not going to give you any more leash. So, uh, figured out, bud. I love Melvin Gordon. I, I hate to see him doing so poorly, but it's where we're at. Um, do, do you pick him up? I'd stash him. Why not? Uh, I do. CH is still on IR. You know, Pacheco's been fine, but he'll, he'll use two backs. I mean, this is the, yeah. the NFL we're in nowadays. I'm not well, going to pay using McKinnon. Yeah, I'm not going to pay a lot <laughs> yeah. to get him. Right. Um, I'll, I'll toss a buck in or even zero if I get him gray. If not, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. But I mean, it's a it's a fantastic offense. He is a better overall back than Pacheco. Not as fast, but, you know, he's, you know, pass protection. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Pacheco can't do that. But again, this they've used McKinnon. It could just be a complete disaster if all three are used. And then you get CH back week 15 and then it's just. Even I've just seen the Chiefs do this over again with like even they brought in Lev Bell that one year that he left McCoy uh, and, and you know and McCoy and and um, even to some degree Ronald Jones signing this in the beginning of this year like they haven't used some of these guys that they've brought in mm-hmm. and yeah. they just have them as depth pieces and I feel like Pacheco has been fine enough where they don't necessarily need Gordon to take any of his work I think that they're starting to lose ground from the talent of Jarek McKinnon and I think that they might use Gordon Moore as a pass catching back and someone that can do both Um, I don't know for whatever reason the last couple of games McKinnon just doesn't look like he's there like he was you know for the first I don't even say the first couple of weeks because he wasn't but like kind of towards the middle of the season he started to get a lot of five to eight right and and I think Melvin Gordon's a perfect back for for a, a offense that needs a veteran presence um because they and it's hard to say because he does fumble the ball, but they need someone that you know understands the NFL. Um, they need a goal line back guys. too. They they haven't right. had a goal line back in a very long time. It's just tough to say that anything like this is Larry you know, Johnson. It, it's it's tough to call him <laughs> a goal line back when he's been fumbling on the goal. Line, right, but, right, yeah, it's true. But but I, I mean, Pacheco has been love... stuffed to the one a couple times this past week too. Like we've seen Ch stuffed to the one more often than not so yeah i mean i want to see gordon succeed so the flyer aspect is there but it's it's good we talked about it because i know a lot of people are like oh this is he's gonna start over pacheco he's gonna start over mckinnon he's gonna get 20 snap uh 20 touches a game it's like that's not well, the happening. thing is like it's a wait and see approach like if he doesn't even sit up this week because it's his first week there he's likely not going to then you gotta wait for week 14 his first game there and then hopefully he does well in week 15 when playoffs are there. Then you start him. It's And at that point, CEH could be back. Right. Exactly. Or, or, or CEH over the year. I can't actually remember what his injury he's, is. Well, he's, uh, he's at least four weeks, but um, yeah, we'll see. But fantastic. You go from dumpster fire Broncos to the best team in the NFL. Oh, yeah. He has a <laughs> shot at a ring. At though. the very worst. He's like, <laughs> I got a ring. Sweet. All right, going on, Jameson Williams for the Lions, still not ready. Yeah, I uh, saw Dan Campbell said it would be a tall order for him to play this week. Um, it so sucks, because he was I'd... close last... Yep. Oh, they played last Thursday. So you think, oh, he's close last Thursday. He's definitely going to play in week 13. 
again, he could be healthy. They're going nowhere this year. Why rush him back? I picked him up in a few leagues. Now it sucks and praying it going to drop him. Yeah. So he's on our hold fold. So I, I'm going to fold him. If, if yeah, if I'm you not, roster him, if you're right, if you have to actively roster him, probably definitely not. Um, if you're in the IR slot, no harm. Yep. Yeah, um, I, I have, yeah. I have, um, I think they play him, and I think that he really starts to get going against, uh, you know, they have Minnesota in two weeks, and I think that they might want to play him in that game. If they do win this week against the Jags, they're five and seven, and like. Things could happen, you know. Worse things have happened for bad teams to make themselves into the playoffs, and so there's a there's an actual strong shot that I think he plays. Yeah, I mean they're in the division that it can happen in with the Packers and um, the Vikings. With again a matchup coming against the Vikings, there's no reason to think they couldn't leapfrog their way in. You know, even to a wild card position in, in that week NFC. That's true. I I just want the next. Amon Ra in fancy playoffs, and I think it could be yeah. Jameson. He's, well, he's and, so he's so incredibly good. I'm telling you, I I don't expect him to play this week. You know, it's, let's let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. But if by week 13 they say that like, oh, he could play, that means that week 14 he's playing. And if if week 14 he's playing, then he has he so he has Minnesota, the Jets, who've been all right. Well, yeah, uh, I think Sauce Gardner is going to be on probably Amon Ra. In that game right. too. So and then and then the Carolina Panthers, who again, you know, we've talked about how they do have a better secondary, but they're beatable. And there's there's a world where at this point of the season, talent outweighs opportunity. And he could be a league winner. And, and one of the big things I think beyond being a league winner is that he could be a league killer if you're the Amon Ra owner. I mean, there's there's a world where he comes in and he's just commanding targets left and right. And Amon takes a step back. Well, not a huge one. I mean, I, I bet he still gets his, but he might go from those 24, 25 point week upsides down to a 12 point game. You know, it might be his new upside. And you're like, oh, well, that sucks for me. You know, DJ Shark came on this week and actually looked to be right. back in action and serviceable. Uh, it, it's, it, it's a big question mark and a big monkey wrench to throw into a team you know, your fantasy team at, at the end of the year as you push towards playoffs. I would say you know, if you if you have made it and you're clinched or if you if you really think that you're going to be clinched in the next couple of weeks, if someone does drop him, pick him up because yeah. he he could he could start to shine in week 13 or 14. Um, and if that's the case, you don't want to have to, just, you know, you probably have five dollars left in fab and you're not going to get them. Right. Exactly. Fine. I'll hold them. <laughs> and I, I am that team who's in first. Oh, he's on my bench. It's so like I can't afford it. Yeah, that's the exact situation to hold him. If you're in the fringe or on the fringe of making the playoffs, you can't afford to. I mean, again, unless you have a free IR slot that you're not using, but most leagues don't have those, and you're just you can't afford a roster. All right, moving on. Aaron Rodgers picks up an injury this week. Sunday night football exits in the third quarter. Uh, He's having scans done on his ribs. I think not a lot of people knew what the injury was right away because the broadcaster's talking about his thumb and his hand and how he's getting this, that, the other thing, and now it comes up, he's getting scans on his ribs. So uh, I guess we'll see. Wait and see. Jordan Love looked serviceable, I, I would say, at least. Um, didn't look miserable out there. So Made if, a very nice throw to Christian Watson. Yeah, he did. Uh, made a couple of nice reads, too. I, I think I think he looked a lot 
you know, a much improved since the last time we've, we saw him. So um, if Rogers is at, is at all knocked up, I think they probably run with love and keep him safe because the team's kind of teetering on that playoff playoff uh, picture. I feel like I always kind of have this view on Aaron Rodgers, but do you think at any point that the injury isn't as bad as it was and you just wanted to stop playing? Um, I mean, it's they're playing the Eagles and they were close to winning. Yeah. I don't know. I do think Rodgers is a gamer. I just think he has like a look on his face of disinterest at all times. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like I always feel like he's just so <laughs> disinterested. Yeah, I think it's just his face, to be honest with you. And like, I'm not a huge <laughs> Rodgers guy. I think I've been pretty outspoken about that over the years on the podcast here. But I I don't begrudge him his his gamesmanship because the times that he does get fired up, you'll see him go like toe to toe with a D lineman, you know, face mask to face mask and. You know, I think that's kind of how he is mentally. He just kind of doesn't show it all the time, unless he's screaming at his receivers on a bad ball that he threw. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, my favorite. Uh, ETN dealing with a sprained foot does not require a boot or crutches and was cleared by the medical staff to return to the game, but the coaches decided to hold them out and play it safe. So then my boy, Jermichael Hasty, could go off and have the game of his life, <laughs> but my fantasy team could, you know, toil away in mediocrity for the rest of forever because ETN doesn't want to play. And that was the first drive, right? Yep. Judy <laughs> last week, yeah, Judy last week, chance. ETN this week. Woohoo! Yeah, one carrier, two carriers for three Fantasy, three Michael Carter on the same team. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, that's I'm sorry, that was... I hate yeah. fantasy football. I hate so, fantasy so, football, and I hate all you. I'm in other words, back. I think he's going to play next week. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it looks like that, he's going to play. Yeah, that, I mean, best case scenario, you you did lose him for this week, but it's not considered too serious. Yeah, I would have just loved like five this week. I'd be sitting pretty. But um, yeah, if he comes back, he has the Lions next week. So if he's active, he's a must play. There's the... It just sucks that he missed time for you, but you don't, you know, you don't sit him on your bench because you're pissy. You just have to keep playing him. Um, and then to wrap up the news, just the news portion, Deshaun Watson will play this week. Uh, Jacoby had a great season. I, I think it kind of sucks for him that he that Deshaun's coming back. I think a lot of Browns fans might even be thinking, hey, we probably could have rolled with Jacoby and spent that $250 million somewhere else. But Deshaun obviously makes that team better. And I mean, at four and seven, they're sitting on the outside looking in, but can certainly make a run and anybody can get hot. I think they still have some divisional matchups left. So you can close a lot of ground quickly with Deshaun under center. Yeah, I would, I would, I would think I saw a lot of thank you to Kobe Brissett uh, things today. Um, the guy actually had a pretty good season. You know, he, he had 2,600 mm-hmm. passing yards, 12 passing touchdowns and six picks. Um, Fantasy wise, sure, not great, but as far as getting the Browns to where they needed to be, that was that was good for him. Um, going forward, we now have to look at uh, what what is it what is it actually going to be? You know, do you start Deshaun Watson this week? Yes, you know? I have to. Uh, okay. I think I would anyways, but I've got Tannehill on a buy. Uh, not Tannehill. I've got oh, Kyler shit. Murray. They're they're playing they're Houston. They're playing the Texans. You gotta start. <laughs> it's, it's Houston. It's a revenge game. It's prime time. And uh, it's such an easy easy team. Like look at Miami last week. Everyone yeah. could have a little oh a, a little so, share in doing well. Well, I was gonna say, look at Miami though. Tua didn't have to do anything. He had a good game. But he only right. Had well, 16 well, it's, fantasy it's, points. It, it was off the back of the defense, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I gave her up by that much, but 
it should it could be a game where it's like, hey, we're up, but your first game back. This is your practice now against the, against the Texans secondary. And I don't think that Deshaun Watson takes his foot off the throat of the Texans nope. if given the opportunity. He will not pull up like Tua said. Well, hey, we'll run the ball three and outs, punt, play field. But no, Deshaun Watson will hang a hundred on him if he can. I'm like, sure. I think he's that mad about it. I'm sure Stefanski already has given him, or he has. They've already talked about this. Oh, it's, it was it's probably in their negotiations. Yeah. He said, "Okay, if they let me come back against Houston, I'm going to score as many points as I can." He might run for 200 yards on the ground, three touchdowns, and then throw for another 305 touchdowns. I wouldn't. That would not even surprise me. Now, on that the might be what I need to win. <laughs> on the opposite side of that, how funny would it be if Houston throttles them and they this, win? But be pretty exactly funny. Right. This is their Super Bowl. This is the Houston Super Bowl. Like they won't be playing for the real one, but this is it. <laughs> no, I honestly don't even that. know how many players are still left over at Houston from whenever Watson was there. Like I can see uh, a lot of them being all tryhards and and, and trying to uh, completely kill Watson if there was you know a good amount of veterans still left over. But I, I really don't know how many are still left. It was just realistically. I think he ago. had a lot of player support to be honest with you, but I think it's a directive from the ownership down for the Texans. And they just say, don't go out there and get embarrassed by a guy that we had a huge falling out with. And uh, you know, a court case and yada, 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 like show some pride. We'll see. I guess time will tell, but I I'm excited to watch this game. Over under Lovey Smith gets fired after this game when they lose. I don't think you can fire Lovey Smith. I mean, he knew what he was getting into with a rebuild team. I think he made the right move pulling off of Davis Mills and going to Kyle Allen. Um, he just doesn't have the talent. I mean, it, it's it's a no, tough team. He to doesn't. But that, but that, but we're talking about personal levels with ownership. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if the ownership goes. No, no, no. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Give give the excuse that it was the coach's fault. I don't know. Just a just a lot of emotion coming from that building. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I agree. Yeah, that that uh, owner doesn't seem to have his head screwed on quite right either. So anything is really possible. Um, all right. I just want to fire through some IR guys that have headed to IR since our last update. So everybody's on the same page. Um, no need to go too long on this. But Kyle Pitts heads to IR. Um, his season is still up in the air. I don't think they've said that he's going to return for sure or not. I think it depends on his recovery. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there. But no, I'm correct. Okay, I, cool. thought yeah, I, I thought I saw over season, but it's definitely over fantasy season at least. Definitely, yes. I think that's what I had in my head. It was definitely fantasy season, so he's dropped off of all. I mean, it's roster. good for the people that owned him, so that I can just move on and start. <laughs> yeah, <a little laughs> like then ironically, Mariota. Like, you were never that pissed when, like, you owned like okay, now we don't have to have that headache every week. Mm, very true. Um, Chase Edmonds, the new pickup for the Broncos, immediately heads to IR after one game, one disappointing game. So keep your eye on that. He's probably out of commission at least for four weeks, or I know for at least for four weeks. Um, I tossed this one in here. Darius Leonard slash Shaquille Leonard has back surgery. He's done for the season. Um, that indie defense started to kind of put it together, and then losing him hurts right away. So something to look at if you're if you're considering matchups. Like tonight, I would be a lot more favorable towards the Steeler wide receivers. Um, Ceh, we talked about earlier. He heads to IR. That makes the Melvin Gordon pickup make even more sense than the Isaiah Pacheco. Starts just flow naturally. Allen Robinson, this one just came out today. He needs season-ending foot surgery, and he is going to have that surgery. So he is done uh, for at least this season, and who knows about beyond that since he didn't really look all that hot today. Um, I threw Cooper Cup in here. I'm not sure if we talked about him, but he did have surgery eight-plus weeks to recover. 
So he's also done for at least the fantasy season and probably the entire regular season because it doesn't look like the Rams are hitting playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne Eskridge or D Eskridge heads to IR with a hand injury. He's done for the season. He's going to have surgery on that. And Darnell Mooney is likely to have ankle surgery that will end his season as well. Um, that's still, I think, up in the air as well, but it's looking pretty much like a, a sure thing. So yeah, if he I does agree. have if he has ankle surgery, he's done. If not, I don't know. He might get a second opinion, but usually surgery, surgery. I, yeah. I heard multiple reports that he's done. Mm. I think the report I read was from the coach as well. He's like, yeah, he's probably going to have surgery. So I'm sure he <laughs> talked to a couple doctors and then got their take on it. But, you know, doctors are pretty smart guys, except for that uh, Los Angeles Chargers doctor who doesn't know how to stab somebody other than through their heart. Um, <laughs> you guys want to take this quick update on people who have been hurt and are still hurt? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll start it. Uh, Rudd Moore was out this week. Uh, we got Hollywood Brown back. Um, don't know what his status is as of right now, but he should be back in week 13. Jerry Judy, KJ Hammond were out this week. Uh, this is Judy's second week in a row out after the week 10 injury. Saving face. Saving so. face slash doesn't want to play anymore this year. Yep. Yeah. That is probably KJ Hammond too. So just monitor that. Uh, Aaron Donald made um, who just scored? Najee? E- yes, Najee Harris just scored. Nice. Aaron Donald uh, may have high ankle sprain. Uh, Stafford's still out. I mean, at this point, it's like if he has high ankle sprain, might as well shut him down. There's talks that Stafford might be shut down too. The team's not going anywhere. I'm guessing Probably... Jalen Ramsey picks up an injury this week too. Yep, he's yep, yep exactly. <laughs> uh, Raheem Mostert was the last day out. I know he was like, Saturday night, he was trending towards, you know, very questionable. He was out. Jeff Wilson had a good day, but, I mean, the team was destroying the Texans anyway, so it didn't really matter. Uh, Christian Derrissaw is still out. Um, Sorry, I tossed in an offensive lineman for you. Just to throw you wait, off. Wait, who's that guy? No, <laughs> yeah, he plays for the Vikings. Um, so that could be explains Cook's decrease in production the last few weeks. And Damon Harris not expected to play Thursday versus the Bills. Um, sounds like he could be out for a while. He's week yeah, to week. He, he limped off. It looked bad too. I don't know what's yeah, going. I mean, on. they just keep on. He's getting hurt. The plays hurt. Played at this point. It's like just keep him out. Um, yeah. Stevenson's doing fine job just by himself. Michael Carter suffered for a little ankle sprain. He was on the same team um, that Dow's owns in fantasy with ETN, so that kind of hurt Dow's as well. But he's considered day to day. He could play the this week. I think that that's a great sign. I'm monitoring this one very closely because James Robinson was also a healthy scratch prior to the game and Ty Johnson scored a touchdown. So this is very concerning to me that this backfield is up in, up in the air. I don't well, know. Then there's White who had the most snaps. The rookie. The son of a night. Yeah. Night, no, not what? Yeah, he night. the most snaps, oh. but Ty just got the. I thought you meant Mike. Yeah, I I'm think like, Ty Johnson just got six <laughs> carries. I think. Yeah, and he scored. He scored a, a, a yeah, long touchdown. touchdown or whatever. Yeah, but. I think White um, got like. Not, is it right? Night, 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 night. Night got like fourteen fantasy points. I think very quiet. Yeah, he had the most rushing uh, rushing yards for, in a first appearance for the Jets since like 1960. Could you imagine if Carter just didn't get hurt? (laughs) He would have had a day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he he came out the gate fine too, and then all of a sudden, boom, see ya, bye. He should be looked at on the waiver wire heavily this week because if James Robinson is going to be a healthy scratch. Yeah. The problem is if you, if Michael Carter is active, what's, we don't know what 
Zonovan Knight's role is, if any. Uh, well, if Michael, if Michael Carter is out, if he's, but yeah, if he's out, then huge, you know, or, or is it Ty Johnson? I mean, this is or, like, or does James Robinson fifth, just come back in? But this if he's a healthy three dollar yeah. Ty Johnson bid all over, yeah, again. exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is bid do it again, one. You? <laughs> I don't have any fab in like any league, so I'm not bidding on anybody. I don't even and, look uh, anymore. I just try to grab them the day after because this is this is this is an all important week. Uh, let's see, the Jets are playing Minnesota, um, so it should be a fairly high scoring game, in my opinion. And let's see, the Jets or the 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 Vikings are allowing right in the middle of the pack, 115 yards a game on the on the ground. This is going to be one. This is going to be one game to. I mean, this one backfield is going to be very, very interesting to monitor for teams that need a flex player. Yep. Uh, beyond that, we already talked about Jalen Warren is out for tonight's game. Um, Najee looks like he's running the ball pretty well. He's already got a touchdown, so that's good. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is out for six to eight weeks with a Poor MCL guy. sprain. Just can't stay healthy. Um, sucks. He, was, he, he guys, looks so good too. Do you guys he know did. if he's allowed to go back to IR again, or you only get one? Or I, I don't, don't know. know how it works. That's yeah, a sure. good question. Yeah. Um, I will say, like you said, Scott, he does look. He did look good, and I'm starting to think he might be one of those guys that is just too good for his body. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> that's saw what we said about Saquon for a while, and he's back. yes, well, yes, yeah. knocking yeah, on wood big, for any Saquon owners. Big touchdown run called back last week too. Like, um, damn it, who, who was it? Uh, Damian Lewis. That was one when he was like he broke all these like um, uh, statistical metrics from PFF or whatever for like agility grade or something like that. Like he he kept tearing his ACL because he was too agile for his own legs. Was it Dion Jacob Lewis Dobbins too? Or Dion Lewis. Okay. Dion Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, when you make those hard cuts, it's just impossible. It, it, and Elijah Mitchell's just freaking flying around the place, slamming it. He's in. fast. He's yeah. so fast. That open run, I'm like, holy shit, I forgot how quick this guy is. <laughs> like, CMC's quick. Elijah Mitchell's fast. I guess they're both yeah. fast. And CMC, along with that, dealing with the knee irritation day-to-day. God, I bet they wish they had Jeff Wilson there. But uh, <laughs> next man up is probably Jordan Mason, Tevin Coleman. Mason. It, Davis Price has been healthy scratch here and there, but it's, I don't want to really, I, I'm just guessing CMC plays. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I think this is an excuse for him to not practice this coming week. So, and then in, in, if he doesn't play or he's limited, you're seeing Debo out the backfield even more. So, right. Uh, Tristan Werfs, uh, the Bucks lineman, uh, picks up ankle injury three to four That's weeks. Massive. It's huge. And he's, they've been dealing with injuries all year. Yep. And losing him and losing the Browns last week, it's 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 pretty scary for the Bucks. They play the Saints this week too. They're gonna be able to stop Rashard White. Leonard Fournette might not play again. Even if he does, it's not gonna look good because they'll split time. Doesn't look great. Did you see Brady lost his undefeated stats? Yes, two hundred and eighteen to one. Two hundred eighteen and zero coming into Sunday, leading the game uh, with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. And he just picked up his first loss in his career. Way to ruin it. Shouldn't have come back, bud. That's what you get. Should have never left the Patriots. I'm not two, upset about it. 218 games is just incredible. To, to play 218 games in the NFL is impressive. It's <laughs> funny because it, people are like, ah, idiot. I'm like, he just still fucking destroyed everyone. Like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. The ne- like, the next highest guy is like 130 and like 129. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, Lenny and Gage both out this week as well. Got to look at their practices. Um, Gage was getting close. He was questionable up until like Friday, and then they ruled him out on Friday. So I guess he wasn't that close because he didn't even make it to the weekend. But um, but Lenny's the hip pointer. Who knows? Yeah. And Julio's looked fine since he's been back as a third option. So when you, yeah, and you never know though. You never know. Wednesday could come around and they're like, oh, Julio's not. Oh right, right. <laughs> but that could be reason why they're not putting Gage in. They're like, oh well, Julio is healthy. Oh, works, I see. Yeah, right. works better. He's out. Gage is in. But just another melt to feed, anyways. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, week twelve top targets. Tarp top talents. Start that over again. Week 12 top talents. Dallas, you can take it so I don't fuck this up again. <laughs> yeah, quarterback, we got Josh Allen, 30.92 points. And it really wasn't even close uh, with the second-place quarterback, so no honorable mention for you. He went 24-42 passing for 253 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. But where he really made his money is 10 attempts on the ground, 78 yards, and another touchdown to add there. So uh, he does what he does. He, you know, We're going to see Josh Allen at the top of this list more weeks than not. Yeah, it's very you want true. running back. This is your guy. Yes, I will take it. Uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, RB now uh, three on the season uh, or two. One of the, one of the, I, I have to see it actually fold over once this game is over uh, tonight. But forty five point three fantasy points and half PPR scoring, thirty three rushing attempts, two hundred twenty nine yards, two rushing touchdowns, seven targets, six receptions for seventy four yards, and all that. Included that 86-yard walk-off rush at the end of the game that was in awesome. overtime that nobody got to see because CBS didn't have it. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Scott uh, Hansen told me that it would, and I had to wait at the e- till the end of the touchdown montage to see it. I was I- so confused. I was telling, I think I was telling both you guys. I was like a, I was down by point three points against our buddy Baldy, and I had Jacobs, and he had. Vontae Adams, Ken Walker. I'm like, oh, he's got a better chance to win in the DOT. Then looking at Sleeper, I'm like, wait, why am I up by 15 points now? Yeah, I, I so that I got Jake's an thing. update. I'm like, how is no one showing this fucking film right now? I got an update, 86-yard touchdown. I'm like, wait, what, how did this happen? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I just watched the Raiders kick the ball, punt the ball off. And, uh, well, because I was, or actually missed the field goal. Um, so I was listening on NFL, on the NFL Plus app because they weren't even showing it. So I was like, well, I have to listen. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch the Red Zone montage. You know, whatever happens, happens. And then I get the notification and I'm like, well, then hopefully they stick it in at the end of the montage. And they did. Um, but it was an absolutely incredible game out of Josh Jacobs. He's he's completely earned any contract he's going to get next year. The Raiders are now kicking themselves for not picking it up. Good, good for Jacobs this year. Good for, for him in this game. Hopefully he gets that Russ Wilson money. <laughs> yeah, well, he's 24, not 36 years old. So. <laughs> All right. Um, wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, uh, 24.85 points, 11 targets, nine receptions, 139 yards, uh, one touchdown. Uh, honorable mentions, I'm going to do Garrett Wilson, 23.9 points with Mike White looking great. Amon Ra, r- right around the 23 ish, I think, 24.4. And then Chris Godwin had a day as well. Um, yep. 110 oh yards, gosh. touchdown. You bench Chris Godwin? I played Antonio Gibson. I don't know. I got fancy. It's a matchup. He's been on a roll. Okay. I don't know. Well, you won't do that again. Nope. He'll be on my line. Oh, he'll be in my lineup next week for that 4.8. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't miss those. Uh, all right. Tight end. Dalton Schultz. 
17.1 points, four targets, four receptions, 31 yards, pretty shitty line, but he had the two touchdowns. So he gets to win the week at tight end, but that's really all tight ends need to do to win and get on the list. So good for you, Dalton Schultz. Good to see you bouncing back with Dak. All right. The bottom feeding pieces of dirt bust of the week. I mean, we make jokes all the time, but Russ Wilson, uh, 8.48 points, another bust of the week. I did, did like how you did this. Jordan Love had 8.52 in, in what, one quarter? One quarter. In like a quarter. In, like <laughs> in one play? Half, yeah. That, one, that one play was probably it. Uh, yeah. Um, Christian Watson. That just shows you how bad it's been for Russ and that, that entire dumpster fire team. Well, the... Um... I forget the name of the defensive tackle that yelled at Russell Wilson. We've all seen the video. Yes, yeah. Um, I love too. There was one commentator that was saying, "Look at, look at Nathaniel Hackett. He's, he's right thing. there. He's right there. He hears this whole thing, and he's just not paying attention to it." He didn't yeah. even do anything when they were fighting on the field. Like usually, the coach, "All right, come on, guys, get on the field." He just he's in such a daze right now. He does not know what's. He's like, "How much time is left? I always want to go home." <laughs> <laughs> he just he, yeah. he he just seems che- checked out. Oh, he's just checking his friggin' bank account. He's like, oh, my check cleared again this week? Nice. All right. Sweet. Let's try to make it another week. <laughs> All right, you can take the running back. Dow's your sit of the week. Yeah, Alvin Kamara, sit of the week for me after I had to audible off Lenny for the uh, for the late out and nailed it. Um, he had four points on the nose, seven attempts, 13 yards, seven targets, six receptions. So he did a little bit of work there, but he only made that into 37 yards. And he fumbled the ball twice and lost both fumbles. So... Uh, just a tough week. I mean, I think we, a lot of us saw it coming with the Niners. Um, I know 90 something, 91 or 96% of people were still starting Kamara, which is why I sat him. It's just like you can't play a running back against the Niners. They're too damn good. Um, they're too fast. They're too skilled. And, you know, they take away what what you do best. And Alvin Kamara wasn't able to get going there. So he'll probably have a bounce back next week. But this week, tough sledding. I mean, the two fumbles is, is absolutely nerve wracking. As an owner, you can't do that. Like no, you can't do that. And his Kamara says, so "I'm not, not going to go. Like, oh, you're going to be benched for someone else because there's no one else. Like he's lucky there, but right. You 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 just can't do that. Yep. No. Uh, uh, Wide receiver Craig is all you, but good luck with this one. Yeah. So um, we'll start. We'll I'll talk about all Curtis Samuel one point three, Corey Davis one point four. Tyler Boyd, 2.6. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 2.6. Alan Lazard, 3.4. Mike Evans, this is where I feel like it starts to get kind of sad. Mike Evans, 4.1. Kind of expect a little bit more from that. Juju, 5.3. With some of the injuries going on there, you expected more from him. Debo, 5.8. Expect more. Kirk, 6.1. Same deal. Terry McLaurin, 7.3. Um, th- there's, there's those bottom part guys that i just mentioned like you really start losing weeks at this point in the season when your star guys or at least your wide receiver twos like that run was uh are putting up under seven fantasy points like it's just it's just not going to work out well and it's you start to start to get sad and reevaluate your life choices yeah and and one of the tough ones is we saw last year mike evans and chris godwin coexist and this year we haven't seen it or not maybe it's one or the other in the past right now this year yeah it's been one or the other and it's I don't know why. I mean, the the whole Bucks offense has taken a step back, which you know, there's that, but it's just tough. Um, you know, playing FTX, sort of the same. <laughs> yeah, playing yeah. FTX and Debo is kind of the same thing. I mean, you saw him and Ayuk and the running back, whoever it was, all kind of coexist in gel last year, and this year it seems like Ayuk goes off, or Debo goes off, or McCaffrey goes off. Yeah, well, it's been more Ayuk than any than yeah, truly. Debo for weeks now. Truly. So definitely uh, an interesting situation. Well, the Kirk one's 
funny because you got Marvin Jones having like a t- ten point game with a touchdown. Yeah. Zay, Zay Jones going off. Yep. But yeah. Zay Zay Jones is a guy like I'm on dynasty teams. I'm st- I'm <laughs> I'm never gonna play him the right week. The week I play him, he's getting me two. The week I don't, he's getting me twenty seven. So it's just sad to see Kirk at six point one points, but. Yeah, Kirk did get banged up um, with like a head, neck, shoulder injury down the stretch there. And I think that's why Marvin Jones came in and then immediately had that touchdown. A really, really nice catch that I don't know that anybody but Marvin Jones on that team makes. So probably worked out for the best. But I'll cut Kirk a little bit of slack just because of the year he's had and the knock he might have picked up. But The year he's had the team he's on. Yeah. True. Uh, You want tight end, Scotty? George Kittle. (laughs) 4.1. We we know it's going to happen some weeks. You're playing the guy every week, no matter what. But it just wasn't the game plan this yeah. week. So New Orleans has a good D as well. So I'm not a huge surprise. Yeah, they're pretty good against the. T- they've been good against tight end for years now. So yeah. I think they were the the top ranked. As oh, they were. As, uh, tight end, yeah. as long as Demario Davis is out there, you know, tight ends are going to struggle. Yep. Not worry about that at all. Yep. Anthony McFarland, by the way, looks better than Najee Harris tonight. He's moving well. Like, I should have put on chalk market on him, damn it. <laughs> Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Looks like he's catching a lot of balls out of the backfield, too, which is yeah. unfortunate because I could use that point scoring in Dean's full PPR league. All right, hold, 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 hold him. First one, Damian Harris picked up the injury last week, didn't play too many snaps. Um, I'll take it first. I'm going... Unless I'm a, a, a Ramondre Stevenson owner, I'm going to fold Harris. I'm a Stevenson owner. I'm going to go pick him up or keep him um, just to see you know how long it's actually out. He's a he's an awesome handcuff, and they can coexist too when they both they're both on the field. But if I don't own Stevenson, I'm just going to fold Damon Harris. I don't, I don't want to play that game. Yeah, you haven't seen a lot of like monster performances for him even if you you know you've seen him coexist with stevenson he's been like just over 10 barely into double digits so for me i would definitely fold him uh unless i am the stevenson owner and it's a handcuff situation i think if you're your playoff team and you're looking to get into the playoffs you can't have this guy on your bench either hurt or on your bench because you're too scared to play him because you don't see the production on, on a regular basis um i think he's definitely a, a person i would fold at this point in the year. Unless, I mean, if you're, again, this is all doesn't apply to you if you're a top team and he can sit on your bench. He's a fine bench warmer. You know, somebody that you can play if someone else on your team goes down. But for now, if you're trying to make playoffs, you're scrapping, you need production. I'd there's, bench him. Or there, cut him. The, there's too many guys out there on the yeah. waiver wire this week. I'm going to preface this and say, I'm not, this is only for, I'm one win away from playoffs or I'm two and or I need to win out. I need these players that I'm going to start. I'm sitting, I'm cutting Damian Harris because he's not going to help me the next two weeks. Plays, even if he plays, they have Buffalo. And then after that, it's Arizona. So he's not going to help me the next two weeks get into the playoffs. Right. I agree. Yeah, that's that's the right mentality. That's where I'm coming into it for this entire segment is I need to win out in order to make playoffs. And that's where I'm at in most of my league anyways. So makes sense. Um, So we're at consensus. Fold them Mm -hmm. unless it's a handcuff situation. Yep. Cool. Tyler Boyd. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm also going to cut him because Jamar Chase is going to come back and he just had 
uh, three straight performances below seven fantasy points last week with 2.6. And it should have been, he should have had a great game this past week in Tennessee against Tennessee. And he didn't. Yeah. He was so, getting outplayed by uh, Irwin or Irvin, the white guy that looks like Sun Trenton Irwin. Yep. Yeah. Gross. It's like, Do it's you like know Trent uh, Irwin? The, Al, the Alan Erickson uh, or whatever just his name was. Uh, Leaf Erickson. Erickson, the guy that played for the Bengals forever, the white guy. Alex Erickson. Always, Alan, Alex. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Leaf so, Erickson. So, <laughs> he's one of the guys that like discovered America. Yeah, or Leaf Erickson. Yeah. I didn't know I don't know how he looks, but I've heard about him in in books. Yeah. And they but, also have Trent Taylor. They they just right. love circling through those kind of guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would I would cut Tyler Boyd. I think when uh Jamar Chase comes back, he's next to irrelevant. Oh god, I can't wait for Jamar Chase to come back specifically for uh I need him back. for T Higgins because oh. good, good Christ has that guy had been struggling. The, he, every ball that's in his direction, he's already covered. He just has to. Yeah, he's, he's been only, great he, the last two weeks. He's been great, but he's but he, yeah, always covered. Yep. Yep. He's he's a full for me. Um, all your points you guys said. Lenny Fournette. Um, Craig, you can start with that one. Yeah, I mean, what we kind of had talked about, I, I think it's going to be tough this week. You know, Worfs is out. Um, uh, White seems to have already started to take over. Uh, I know Fournette is is still showing up, um, you know, uh, a minimal amount of points. You know, even before the bye week, he had 13, 8.5, 11.3. You know, it's tough because I don't believe in him. I'm not playing him this week. Um it's Leonard Fournette, so you have to you have to hold on to him. But I don't I don't really think you're gonna love it. Um, <laughs> that, that's why I threw him on the list, man. I'm like, I don't want to do it, but am, am I holding him on name? Am I, I'm holding him on a little bit of production, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's tough. I think it's more name than anything. But I mean, if we do agree that Rashad White has taken over that backfield, Fournette is is then the best handcuff in the nfl right so i mean if you have white great have fournette if you don't i still think fournette's a guy you take on your bench yeah you still... happens to white or he, he takes over again i mean we he's saw him do it at the, player, you yeah, know? at the end of last year he hasn't done he hasn't really sat like fell on his face too too much this year like he's still rb 14 in the season which is coming off touchdowns but still i'm i'm gonna hold him yeah, I think ultimately you have to hold him, but it's he's right on that line. I mean, if you had a shot to pick somebody else up, you get a pretty decent bench. And I, I, oh, he's kind of hurt. Up he, he still might week. not play. Yeah, it's tricky. Uh, but I'll hold him for now. Yeah, I mean, what was his injury again? And he Hip didn't pointer. practice. He didn't practice. And they just week, had a bye again at eleven, so it's two weeks in a row. He yeah. was out. Uh, old hit pointer. Oh, he'll I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, bad advice. Maybe I don't know, but you're keeping him. <laughs> you know, it's it's like me. I have. Uh, I just talked about it. I have Gus Edwards. I have uh, freaking Mike Boone. Uh, you know, it's. I'd rather let him for that on my team. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, Jerry Judy. Yeah, I gotta keep Jerry. Judy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard, um, right? We're we're doing it again, aren't we? This this is one of the best the best hold. The thing is, I want to talk. I I, I want to talk to him in person. Do you want to play? Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like, are you really just tossing the towel? I don't blame you. Just tell me. 
So I can I've been saying it for years, man. We should be supplied with a direct line to our players when we draft <laughs> them so I can ask them these questions. Oh, because we're all so, so nice. <laughs> you fucking yeah. suck, you piece of shit. But they should be allowed to beat the, like beat us up if we're too mean to them. That seems like a fair compromise. So he has Kansas City in the championship week if you plan to make it there. Uh, the Rams week 16. Where Ramsey will be shut down by then. Yeah, and they might have no players. Left. Yeah, no, well, I mean, uh, even then, Ramsey would be on. Najee Harris Sutton. is walking off the field. Um, even then, Ramsey will be on Sutton. Uh, Arizona's susceptible. Kansas City again, week 14. Like, the matchups look too good to drop Jerry Judy, but you're exactly correct. Do you want to play, sir? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm going to hold him until he yeah. goes on. Uh, IR for an injury, quote unquote. You you can't drop Jerry Judy. All right, no. I'm in the same boat, so I'm gonna hold on to him for now. Um, Melvin Gordon, so he changes scenery, heads to Kansas City, and is on a practice squad for now. Could get elevated, probably gets elevated, but maybe not for a week, maybe two weeks. Who knows? You holding them? You folding them? I think if you already are still holding them, you're holding them. This yeah. is the best case scenario if you were holding them. So hold. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many rosters he was on, but again, if you were holding a guy as of now, you're still gonna hold him because he's joining the Chiefs. Yeah, so yep. I had Melvin Gordon on my team all year. Um, and I just dropped him last week for Mike Boone. Um that's, and I knew terrible. that he was gonna get picked up by someone. I, I I just even with it being Kansas City, you know, I'll toss a dollar to pick him up, but I'm not sitting there going, I have to have Melvin Gordon. He's going to be a league winner. I have to wait and see what's going to happen with him. If I need a win right now, which I do, I'm not playing Melvin Gordon the next two weeks. I don't even know if he's going to be active. This is not a Jerry Judy situation where later on he's going to, or Leonard Fournette, where I know he's talented enough to overcome some circumstances. He's on a new team right now. He's not that he needs to learn much because he's Melvin Gordon. He's a, he's a veteran running back, but he's in this, again, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Like there's just nothing saying that there's a clear path to fantasy relevance with Melvin Gordon right now for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I would uh, hold him, but I'm not holding him anywhere, so it's easy for me to say that. Yeah, it's just a weird, like, (laughs) if he's he's on your team, I don't know why. If he's your team, might as well wait and see still. Yeah, I would have folded him last week and not been scrambling to to pick him up. Exactly. A guy that I do own in many leagues, Kenyon Drake, uh, with Gus coming back, Dobbins coming back, Gus fumbling a little bit. What do you think? What did you do last week? Oh, I'm full. Yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm folding Kenyon Drake as well. I started Gus Edwards with confidence. You know, like I just knew as soon as he was playing, he was going to. Uh, oh, geez, George Pickens. Um, did you miss it? Drop it. I should have had a touch on. What? Well, it could have been a one-handed. Anyway, I'm about two plays behind you guys, so you already saw it. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Gus said, you know, Gus Edwards is taken over. And then if, you know, for real, if Dobbins does come back, then Drake is out the door. So, uh, yeah, no fold. Yeah. It stunk seeing like him be hyper productive and then Gus come back and then him be absolute apps afterthought. So Ravens coaches love Gus Edwards. But yeah, there's a reason like... why for years, even he couldn't, you know, we request, remember when Dobbins came in, we we're like, holy shit, this guy's awesome. And we're like, why the hell is Gus Edwards still getting work? <laughs> The coaches yep. love six yards of carry. That's even why. 
even after he fumbled, he he went right back out there next drive. So they didn't they didn't even care. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna fold Kenyon Drake as well. Uh, Rondell Moore is another interesting one. He's out. He still might not play this week. Marquise Brown is back. It's a groin uh, injury, right? Yeah, groin, hamstring, something like that. Uh, well, that he hasn't is... done much when he was around with Marquise playing. It wasn't for too long. Right. Too much. It was her beginning of the year. So we don't know really what it looks like with all three together. I mean, we didn't know what it looked like with both of them. Yeah. With just like barely. I think there's a one week overlap and then it could have been a one drive. And it was a 2.2 points. So I would. He's got it. He's playing the Chargers this week. He's hurt. He's probably not going to play because they have a bye week in week 13. Then you get the Patriots, Denver, the Bucks. I'll fold him. I'll fold him. I just can't trust the third receiver on a team with Kyler. Yeah, Patriots. And and that, that schedule you just highlighted for us, I think, is, is the killer. Um, I would fold him. I mean, if you're again, if you were trying to win out, this is the guy that either will not play for you for the next week, at least, maybe two, and then has a tough schedule. So I think he's he's very foldable. What say you, Craig? I had thought when Hopkins was coming back, and I believe it was at one point we were talking about a week five, week six, something like that. I was really in love with Rondell Moore. Like the idea of being able to stretch the field with both Brown and Hopkins is, is something that I felt was going to be good for Moore. Um, so I really want to see what it's going to be like. And I want to hold him unless there's someone that I absolutely know that I have to flex in this week. And I've done all the research, found all the holes on defenses. And I know that there's a a guy I'm going to go out and get, like talk about the New York jet situation. If I, if I figured out who it's going to be um, that running back that I could count on for eight, nine points, I would take, I would drop more for them. Um, But realistically, if I can't figure that out, I want more on my team until I, until I see all three together. Okay. It's just tough with a bye week coming. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. These late buys are stupid. Like the NFL oh, schedule needs to figure me. it out. It's like anything past week 12 as a buy is too late. Wait for week 14. I know. It's going to be so bad. Yeah. Uh, the last one Cream Hunt. I can't do, again, I can't do any, I can't make any decision on any Cleveland Brown right now until I see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Because Hunt is a pass catching back. I would fold him, personally. Just because even if Deshaun comes back, I don't think Kareem Hunt magically sees the field a ton more. Um, Like, just, I don't think that they're shopping him. I don't think they're trying to showcase him. I don't think that they're planning for next year to hit for him to even be on the team. And said they'd rather ride. Uh, Nick Chubb as, as, as much as they can. So um, I'd fold him if, if I could pick somebody else up on the waiver wire this week, that's going to, you know, potentially get me more points. It could come back around and bite you in the ass, but I don't think a ton of people are lunging at Kareem Hunt as soon as he hits the the waiver wire. I could be wrong on that. It's been bleak. <laughs> Did yeah. I'm gonna... But he's also of my six running backs. He's the one I still have most confidence in. <laughs> Not saying much. Playing Houston, um, playing Houston this week. 
I don't know. Oh shit, Houston. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm keeping him, and I'm going to play him. Like, I yeah, just, you know I, what? Since it's Houston, I'll let you keep him one more week. See what he does, with Watson. If, if he, he does, sucks, he does nothing with Watson. Man. I mean, That's he's fair. averaged six touches the last two weeks. That's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing. It's not good. I'm I'll I'm just going to cut him. All right. Yeah. Cool it's fine, guys. It's fine. You just <laughs> cut all of my running backs. Every single yak. Here's your whole team. Cut them all. And I don't even want Melvin Gordon. <laughs> um, yep. Let's see. We did talk about Jamison Williams, but just to, just to reiterate, we did we did talk about how he could be a lead winner if you are winning. Uh, if you are needing a guy, you know, he's not going to play this week, I don't think. And then next week is going to be also questionable, probably highly questionable. Um, so I'm cutting him if I if I need a win. For sure. All right. Moving on. Stop playing with my emotions. Quit playing with my heart. Um, I'll start because it probably lead into Dow's half-hour monologue. But injuries. Um, just funny how you get to this point in the fantasy season, and like in a league where I'm in first place, I'm like all right, I'm I'm golden. Like I got a good bench. Like I'm I'm deep. Then. Jamar Chase doesn't play again. And then Allen Robinson is now out for the season. And then Michael Carter gets hurt. And that's like, shit, now I have three guys on a five-person bench I can't use. I wasted all my fucking fab on Latavius Murray last weekend. I guess 10 points a week is fine. But um, it's that. And then kind of leading into Dow's take. I'll let you take it. But the injuries during the game, especially the first quarter, first drives, where it's like, you like, it's not your fault at all. Like, it's it's the worst luck ever. Like at least get hurt in warmups and then boom, I can sub you out. It sucks, but still, I'll get points. But ETN comes to mind, so that's my spiel. I think Dow's can relate to a lot of that. Yeah, that's right, right along the same lines of what I was going to bitch about. And then you actually had mentioned uh, a couple times recently that idea of having some sort of contingency plan for a player who gets hurt on the first drive or the first quarter of a game where you're allowed to then sub somebody else in from your, your, your roster from your bench who hasn't played yet. And I think that would be, you know, a huge um, benefit to fantasy, fantasy football as a whole, because if you roster these guys, especially if it's like a running back and a handcuff and you have them on your roster, it'd just be great to be able to plug them in like an NFL team would, you know, Oh my guy went down in the first quarter. Well, here's my backup. That's why I carry him. Now he's in instead. And that would be, you know, an interesting little uh, wrinkle. But, yeah, I just wanted to to complain just in general about fantasy football for a while and, uh, you know, about a lot of teams that I have this year. And I'm hoping maybe I can find some, like, misery loves company sort of situation for a lot of people listening right now. Maybe you're going through the same thing and just know, you know, you're not the only one dealing with it. I've got my ESPN league where I'm likely going to win the league in terms of uh, points scored, and I'm not going to make the playoffs. So every single week I'm going up against somebody dropping like 180 on me and I'm scoring 150. And then the next week they go out and score 45. Well, I continue to score 150 and get beat by the next guy in their Super Bowl. Or we've got Dean's league this week where Merce drops 180 on me. I'm going to score the second most points in the league and I'm going to pick up another L and just drop one more uh, thing down, one more rank down the standings. Because of what Najee Harris needed him to score 26 points tonight, that would have been um, you know, a big outing anyways, but Miles Sanders helped me out last night. Instead, Najee Harris went to the locker room 
right before half. So he's just another guy who's not going to play a full game. Um, I mean, that's more or less it. I could go on for hours and hours and hours about the nightmare that this fantasy football season has been for almost all of my teams. And I'm sure everybody else can relate to it. But uh, I think sometimes when you're getting into uh, just a rut of fantasy football, it becomes a little taxing and you start to think like, why is all this terrible stuff happening to me? At least that's me. (laughs) Uh, Just know you're not the only one out there. Some of us are dealing with the same misery. I've got what eight leagues this year and they're just, I'd say seven of them are an absolute misery. So, I mean, even our dynasty league we were talking about earlier started four and Oh, thought my team was finally going to turn a corner and then just got hit with injuries, bye weeks, whatever you want to say it was poor performances left and right. Lamar Jackson forgot how to play football for a bit. Like now I'm what five and six and, you know, fighting. I got a nine point lead on canning this week and Deontay Johnson against me is having the the game of his season at six points and a half that's probably that's that's a game's worth for him in most games this this year so yeah just sometimes you you don't get any breaks sometimes the year just it's not your year is turn it in play again next year that's my whole thing okay i feel you i feel you i can't i can't really complain about much i haven't had much to complain (laughs) about this year um because i have had some success uh but i will say the next couple of weeks is the most anxiety inducing part of fantasy football um so just just some just some friendly piece of advice uh your wives and children do still matter uh during this time uh please take it a little easy on them it is about the holidays you don't want to have a uh, big big mishap uh headed into uh, uh time with your in-laws and 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 all family being all awkward being in a fight uh but uh yeah it, it's it's one of the most anxiety inducing times of the year uh, it's always such is... a tough explanation too oh why is Corey in a bad mood sitting in the corner oh his fantasy yeah. oh, his fantasy team. yeah yeah it's I doing well. Oh, you coach a football team? Fantasy league. <laughs> it's hard because I would I'd rather be out of it completely and just have a shit team so that I am not that invested, or and so I'm not having my heart broken. You know, midway through, you know, Christmas dinner. You know, it's yeah. it's it's because it's gonna happen. Uh, the usually, actually, I think it's now pushed back a week because of uh, the NFL season being pushed back a week, but NFL championships used to happen or fantasy championships used to happen during Christmas weekend. Yeah. Um, and it, and it was, it was your, you're with your, I remember I was with, with my uncles one time and my brother was in the championship and they're like, Oh, wow, this is awesome. Craig, uh, how come you're not in the championship? Like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Cause my team is yeah. dog. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Um, so yeah, just, just a nice friendly emotional reminder. Your, your wife yeah. and kids still matter in the next couple well, of weeks. I was back in the day where, Again, it was on Christmas. Boom, it's done. Now it's a Christmas is miserable for your family. And then New Year's <laughs> Eve is. Like, it's back-to-back <laughs> week to just being fucking pissed off. I always tell the story of my wife's sister's boyfriend was in the finals. at a, We were at a Christmas party at Shelby's house. He's like, do you think a pretty good shot? Dude, your team's f- fucking sick. But, I mean, unless Kamara goes for, like, you know, eight touchdowns. <laughs> he goes for six under every touchdown his face just got wider and wider like dude where'd nick go You're just yep. in the bedroom for like an hour like it's already over it's already over <laughs> before it started i can't do anything yeah, yeah i i lost that same kamara game and it was just soul crushing i was like my team is good i should have won but i didn't 
how do I reconcile these emotions? I don't saved a season on that one, yep. one game. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I see. I I'm, I'm I'm saying this because I need to say it internally because I have had success this year, and I've had so much so where I'm expecting to be in a championship at some point, mm-hmm. and if I lose, it's it's been a couple of years since I've been there. So I need, so I need one. <laughs> That's the team though that always somehow blows it. We got this kid in my ESPN league. His name's Chuck. I don't know if Chuck listens or not, but every year this year he's not doing well. But every other year it seems like he's twelve wins, thirteen wins, like dominant top of the league, and then he's out the first round of the playoffs every year. Like I, I don't know. The kid's jinxed in the playoffs or something like that. But he's always so confident. He's like, oh, this is the year. It's finally going to happen. And the rug gets pulled out from under him. So I hope that doesn't happen to you, Craig. I hope you. Well, this is if you can see him. I'm trying to remain grounded. I'm trying (laughs) because I I know we've listened. We witnessed. I don't want to have to say it, but I have to say it for the segment. We we witnessed 17 and one. So or what was it? 18 and one. Yeah. The uh, the old Patriots, you know, pursuit of perfection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's this is when you start seeing like the people that you play fantasy football with like that aren't necessarily the most religious people or like not superstitious or whatever you want to call it. They're all like, yeah, I'm walking, walking on eggshells. I'm not being too cocky in my day to day. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be a good person so I can get some good juju for my fantasy team. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, I held the door for somebody I wouldn't normally hold the door for. I'm looking at my team. Like, why aren't you scoring touchdowns? I fucking <laughs> helped that old lady across the street. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Your team, no, it does shit. not. Yeah. <laughs> out there, you know, the kid in your league out there punching babies is still going to go home with the title because his team's the best. Punching <laughs> I assume that's what Jeff does for fun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what he uh, does. Shout out, Jeff. Just kidding. Jeff does not punch babies, as far as I know. <laughs> so you're still saying that there's a chance. There's <laughs> always a chance. I don't want to rule anything out. You know, I don't. I don't know the kid's personal life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Playoffs coming very close. Spend time with your family now before it's too late. For Dabs, Craig, and myself. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.